It's Big Chuck from Elite Eight Showdown. Hey, did you know that the podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network? You can find all of our podcasts over at professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. So anyway, it's an Uncrustable, but the spaghetti's already inside. Right, I don't like spaghetti or SpaghettiOs in any way, shape, or form. I, th- I think that's kind of gross. True believers, welcome to an action-packed, spaghetti-filled episode that we like to call, wait, did I roll a while? The Marvel Christmas Protocol Pavlog. I, of course, am the guy that occasionally will sit in this chair. You do occasionally sit I in do that occasionally. Chair. It's nice, you know, it was nice to be invited back on my own show. You know? It's been, <laughs> it's been, it's been a minute. It has been. Still gruesome twosome tonight. It is. Gruesome Chuck. I'm joined once again by my comrade, my cohort, my co-conspirator, more importantly, the CEO, editor-in-chief, supreme ruler, and reptilian overlord of the Professional Casual Network. Sorry, brain still, you know? Yeah. Kind of leans into it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Tim. Oh, hey, thanks. I'm glad I'm glad I'm here. Yeah. Thanks for coming. You have the computer. So it makes it a lot easier for me. It does. Yeah. Um, oh, look, we have a, There's a lot, a metric ton mm-hmm. of information to go over tonight. Correct. And we're already late. Correct. So let's dive right into it. Games played and hobby thoughts. Yeah. So as far as games played, uh, I did, in fact, play a game against our own tactical tailor this past Monday. Mm. Um, I looked like a bloodshed it, there. Yes. Yeah. yeah, very much so. Everyone on my side was injured. And I believe, um, yeah, there was a, there was a, there was a lot both ways. It yeah. was it was not only a bloodshed on the table, absolute chaos energy in the last like 10 minutes that I popped in. If you are not heading over to twitch.tv slash professional casual network and checking us out every Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on, oh, yeah, the power phase in Marvel Crisis Protocol Battle Report. Uh, I don't know what you're doing. I think you're silly. Yeah, honestly, and the amount of silliness that was on this past Monday stream mm-hmm. was 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 pretty intense. If I could be full blown, full cranked. But yes, as far as cranking goes, it, it uh, yeah, it had cranked to the fullest. Yeah. Um, and no hot tubs around. No, there weren't. Zero hot tubs, full crank. Mm-hmm. It was actually out of control. You played? I played uh, the Power Bottom 10, mm-hmm. uh, a game uh, the, or a roster built or a squad built off of that roster uh, that I'm currently playing in a league. And I think I ran um, it as a shield affiliated without a leader. So I had Taskmaster, War Machine, Agent of Shield, Black Widow. Mm. as well as uh, Vanilla Daredevil. Okay. Kind of here for it. Yeah. Uh, How'd you like Vanilla Daredevil? He's been doing absolute work for me. So I love him. Yeah. I I, I mean, I'm forever still a an absolute support character for him. Mm-hmm. I think he is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and I I don't get the uh the disdain i guess i i get it a little bit in that um shadowlands daredevil for the same threat is a lot more lethal 
um, and an affiliation leader and has higher uh, physical defense. And there's there's a lot there and has minions on top of excuse me. Um, so I, I get it. Because there were certainly times where I was playing vanilla Daredevil where I was like, oh, like picking up four dice to roll for my physical defense. And it's like, oh, nope, that's not the case. Right. Um, OK, I so I guess I get that. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I just maybe it's just because I was a Web Warriors player for so long. Yeah. And I just yeah, I don't know. There's just something about regular daredevil that is just so true to my heart still well and i'll tell you he's a constant threat at a, at a long movement mm -hmm. so and one thing playing him those these last few weeks that i've seen is that people hate when you have daredevil go last oh yeah he has a pull mm -hmm. with the baton he can get people off objectives he can get to the middle objective no sweat yep um so I, I do really like him and listen i've i've popped off with some incredible devil's deliverances mm -hmm. when you he he does get like targeted like Outside of, he can go down a lot quicker than I feel like I remember him going down. Sure. But um, listen, he did, he, he's been doing solid work. And I, I think I got four people in range of a Devil's Deliverance and was rolling 10 dice. Yeah. Dazed, a Captain America, Luke Cage, um, Iron Fist, and some fourth guy. It was, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I think he's great. Um. Other games played. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, and then that game against Taylor, um, Taylor ended up taking it. We played, I think, Legacy Virus, which is one yeah. I really like. Um, and was it Hammers? No, because Legacy Virus would be in the same slot there. Oh, Mutant Madman. Okay. Um, I haven't played Mutant Madman in a lot. I haven't either. It's 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 one of those ones that I kind of forget about regularly. Yeah. Uh, I do really like it because it's it's one of the ones that's a little bit easier to contest, even if there's other healthy people on there because right. you're rolling that fifty percent chance, and it does damage if you control it during the sure. uh, the power phase, right? Uh, which is super cool. Um, he played a list of all shapeshifters. Okay. So anyone that could change size. Um, so he had Hulkbuster. Mm -hmm. He had Miss Marvel. Mm -hmm. Hood. And Ant-Man and Wasp. Okay. So. Um, How was it going up against Hulkbuster for once? Uh, I, Highlighted by an absolute maniac. I, I did what I needed to. Yeah. Um, I. Uh, you know the ins and outs of that character. I do. I was like, hey, he's going to want to charge up here. I'm going to let him and then I'm just going to leave. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I had shield, uh, the shield mobile. So when uh, gotcha. Hulkbuster got over to my side, my uh, side of the traps. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did a bunch of work. Somehow, uh, Black Widow Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. survived, like, an incredibly good volley from him. Like, just taking nothing. Just tanked it all. She is surprisingly tanky. She rolled, uh, five successful defenses on three energy defense dice. I think a lot of the time there are characters that come out when everyone finds that one shtick that they're good at. Like, when yeah. she came out with Doom Prophecy, that was, like, the whole thing. You widow-bombed everybody. Mm -hmm. When they kind of took that away from encouraging you to play it. Yeah. People stopped playing her. And then I think when you start working those characters that, okay, well, everyone, we, they nerfed or they got rid of, or someone found the counter hard counter to yeah. this thing. And then those characters come back. You start to see other aspects of that character. You didn't see originally when I played her last two times ago, whenever it was that I actually played like six and a half years ago. Um, she was surprisingly tanky. Yeah. She wasn't fast. She didn't move a ton. But she stayed on an objective and just stayed there. Mm -hmm. um, and then I had, like, I think, like Hawkeye backing her up or something. But yeah, yeah she, was, she was great. 
Um, so yeah, game, game went really well. I really, I actually appreciate her quite a bit. There was a couple times that were frustrating where she was just chasing a tiny Ant-Man down, rapid firing that pistol on the floor, mm-hmm. like a Tom and Jerry cartoon, just <laughs> not being able to do a single damage to Ant-Man with four I, rapid fire shots. I, to this day, Ant-Man is still one of my favorite characters. Yeah. I just want an affiliation where he works. Yeah. I, I haven't tried him in Hulkbusters yet. Yeah, so that's that's what Taylor ran was Hulkbuster. Yeah, but he's not usually a target you want to throw around anyway. I guess I guess it, you don't lose anything, but you don't really gain anything. Yeah. So I guess I get that, but I, I don't know. I just I, I guess from the instance of if he's going to be small and on an objective, the way you get him off the objective is to throw him. Mm-hmm. So like I get it from that aspect, and and everybody benefits from not. Is it you don't take damage from being thrown? Or you take you, one less damage from collisions. So potentially if you're in small mode. Yeah. Yeah, right. I but but no, he played a good game. He he's he squeaked her out. It was nice and tied up for most of it. And then uh towards the the last round there was just uh, there wasn't a lot I could do. I did oh Black Bolt was my my last character. Okay. Um, I did get a whisper off during the last round and and got some work done, but a uh, Hulkbuster Enemus Marvel took zero, just blocked everything that mm. uh, that whisper did. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I what I still to this day as somebody who plays in humans, uh, probably more than anything for whatever reason, mm-hmm. I still think whisper is a trap. Yeah, I don't think it's worth it. I would rather master punch myself across the board. Yeah, well, I, I just go coast to coast. It was I wasn't in range, and there was three characters all on an objective that yeah, I really it. needed. So it was like, well, if you're gonna pop off, you might as well pop off, right? Right. Uh, how, sure. However, I did not expect to roll two successes against a Miss Marvel who who blocked four or five somehow <laughs> with the same yeah. dice. Okay, but um, but yeah, no, it was a fun game, and Taylor's always really super cool. Yeah, to play Taylor's with. always fun. Just enjoy. As far as hobby stuff, though, uh-huh. uh huh. I primed Scourge. Oh, okay. He's in my garage now too. Did with, you put them together? Yeah, I Look assembled him as well, uh, uh, like a week or two ago. Coming up but, in the world, right? So now I put together Black Swan and Scourge, and have primed both. And right here on Twitch every Wednesday, Taylor does like a hobby hangouts where he's yeah. painting up the old uh, Tim Tim Sawyer. Uh, Heimdall. Yes. Uh, he was doing some non-metallic metal. It was yeah. really, really clean, really good. The, you know what really looked good that he uh, doesn't ever give himself credit for was that leather work he was doing. Yeah. That was phenomenal leather work. Um, looked really, really good. So it'd be really cool to see uh, that Heimdall. I'm very curious to see how he paints the um, rainbow. Road. Yes, because that's the last part that he has to do for yeah. it. Um, his, the super Lots giant that he did. blazing would help. The uh, the super giant he did for me uh, as well was uh, very crisp. incredible. Very yeah, crisp. just yeah. super nice. The blending that he did on like the magical mm-hmm. effects around it too were, just looked phenomenal. Yeah, looked really good. Uh, but how about yourself? Had you uh, gotten a chance to, um, to hobby at all? I got you know what? I literally today got to oh. pick up a uh, got to pick up a paintbrush, and I am uh, I've decided I'm going to slowly chip away on Mysterio and Dormammu. Oh, um, in fact. Because I sent it over to you. Yeah. Uh, I have a little work in progress. You do? Well, I decided to feature it. Uh, and there it is. There it is. Boom. I wanted to, uh, I just wanted to show off uh, that I was going with the green to blue scheme with pink fire. Why? Because you don't have to paint anything box yeah. art if you don't want. 
It's your model. That's Paint true. it how you want. I see a lot of time in uh, like Facebook groups and stuff that like people feel like they have to paint something in a specific way, like whether yeah. it's a specific uh, suit. Mm-hmm. Put a mustache on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I'm 100%. Yeah. Uh, Sculpt a mustache, paint it like a bee. That's all you got to do. That's true. But uh, yeah, give him a pink cutoff shirt, rollerblades. Yeah, you know what I mean, and some yeah. some rip off jean shorts. With Shockingly the easier out. than you would expect to do. <laughs> Just use those tacos for rollerblades on the bottom. Yeah, that's all you got. Yep. Um, but yeah, I so I got a little work in progress done. I decided to humble brag a little bit about it. Um, I I'm going to. I still have a ton of work to do, obviously. Um, but the face and most of the fire is done. I'm in love with the skin tone, by the way. Um, it almost sounds like a Martian Manhunter kind of vibe. Yeah, like it's just it's that it's a really nice bluish green gray. Yeah, it was a dark camo to camo, dark camo green to camo green to faded green. Uh, from Pearl Krill. Okay. Shout out to our friend. Brandon. Brendan. Brendan. I knew I was going to get it wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah, over at Monument Hobbies. Yeah. The old Pro Curls, uh, pretty much the only paint I use. He's one of my favorite people, by the way, Brendan. Uh, he sent me a picture from the Adepticon warehouse as they were moving some stuff around. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I have decided uh, what tramp stamp I'm going to get uh, based off of some of the stuff he sent me. Fantastic. Um, and we're in the process of having some temporary tattoos made. Look at that. Of, uh, of those. So if anyone else wanted to have some, uh, some tramp stamps of this particular thing, I'm going to see if I can pull up the picture and show our lovely people here. There we go. Uh, it's this, uh, tag that they put on the totes Uh that says this terrain is property of Adepticon. And I think that as a tramp stamp would just be <laughs> just incredible, would it not? Uh, so I'm going to have those made. Bravo. <laughs> I mean, there was a time to do it, but this is it. Right. You know what I mean? So um, I'm also been uh, d- a little double fisting yeah. uh, and uh, cranking out Mysterio. I've had Mysterio sitting on my desk for like probably a year now. Yeah. They're damn close. And I was just like, you know what? Damn close. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. Extremely. Mm-hmm. Uh Dan Close. Yeah. Anyway, uh Yeah, so I started cranking out. I'm trying to do like a cool like a swirl effect but non-metallic-y looking with the helmet. Yeah. Um it's not going great. But hmm. again, Pro Krill is helping a lot. They have this new stuff called um They call it Miracle Juice. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Consider me signed on. I don't yeah. care what it is. Uh, it's called, it's like, they call it like miracle juice and it's a, it's a glaze wash additive. Oh, so it works very similar to a medium, Yeah, but it has a slightly different property. I think it's a lot of like kind of what they use in their transparents. Yeah. So it turns transparents into washes. It turns opaque paints into glazes and it is just, it's literal magic. That's awesome. Yeah. All that, all that wet blending that I've done on Dormammu here is done with that. So beautiful. Yep. Um, so as far as the, the MCP stuff, uh, that we're going to try to, to focus on tonight, we're going to talk about the red guardian card. Yeah. Uh, the final member of the winter guard, uh, his stuff has been revealed. Mm-hmm. We're also going to touch on the Texas cards that mm-hmm. came out this week for Malekith. Yep. Uh, and we're going to try to fit in as much of the Hydra releases as possible Let's as well there were a couple blogs this week over on the website professionalcasual.com mm-hmm. uh, i i wrote one well-written article hey thank you man uh wrote one that is uh, a, a 
pretty much a huge summary of all the things that happened over the last weekend at Mini Stravaganza. And there's a lot there, like a ton. Mm -hmm. Uh, they absolutely outdid all my expectations as far mm -hmm. as the the stuff that is coming out and is going to be released over the next uh, however uh, amount of time. Seems like a lot of it's even going to be this year, mm -hmm. which is stellar. Yeah. Um, and then Dan had a follow up one as well, talking and diving into the X-Men specific releases a little bit more. There's a rival set coming out there as well as the reveal of a couple new X-Men. One of my favorites, actually two of my favorites, Pyro and Blob. I'm very excited for Blob. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, for real. Right. Like real quick. One each character, Pyro, Blob. What is one thing that you are wild speculating about it? For Blob, oh, I think Blob's almost too easy. You know what I mean? His mm -hmm. powers, but I think Pyro mm -hmm. will have some spender, maybe a reaction mm -hmm. uh, similar to I Never Miss. Okay, that maybe adds incinerate to all his attacks. Maybe his attacks don't do incinerate, but right. maybe he can just spend a power to add incinerate okay. whenever damage is done or to other characters ever other allies damaging attacks like say within three uh, really he right. can spend and their attacks will do incinerate as well that'd be really, really right uh and sorry yeah uh he'll be able to reroll dice if the target's already incinerated i could see that being the case yep um could he remove incinerate from other characters <laughs> What? Be uh, Reverend Wright Mad in chat. This is an Ultimates uh, X-Men uh, reference. Gosh, wow. Uh, he said, uh, Blob, spend five power, auto KO Wasp. <laughs> if you haven't seen the picture from the comics of how Wasp bites it in the Ultimates universe, it's because Blob eats her. Oh. Yep. It's That was... <sighs> wow. Sometimes, chat... That's this must up. You're popping off. That was really yeah. good. I always know it's good when uh, Tim uh, like grasps his imaginary pearl necklace in, yeah. in just absolute terror. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was great. Yeah, if you Google uh, Blob Ultimate X Men, I'm yeah. sure the first picture that comes up is going to be uh, just flat. I just one and done. No, like the top half. Oh, my God. Like he snapped it like a Slim Jim. Lord. Yep. All right. That's messed up. Uh-huh. Um, My wild speculation for Blob <laughs> is a uh, 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 an innate power mm -hmm. similar to martial prowess. Oh, okay. It, right. That's the one where if you don't do damage, you get to do something back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, costs nothing. Okay. If you don't do damage automatic one damage back and a push mm. essentially he absorbed your punch and then rick like, yes. like cannonballed you out yeah one of my favorite things ever that he used to do i i so him in the 90s cartoon show yeah just like there was one episode where rogue and storm go and they are following up on some brotherhood thing uh -huh. and it's like i think maybe avalanche and blob or or blob and and pyro or something like that yeah. but Blob is eating this like massive, like half a car size thing of like ice cream from uh -huh. like a vendor and just is like, no, you can't have any. And then throws it at him and like takes out Rogue, like just absolutely concusses her with uh, a 10 gallon or more thing of ice cream. I if I would love him to have a card where he can just pitch an ice cream or something. Yeah, or come with terrain that is a giant <laughs> ice cream container. If people don't start painting trash cans like giant ice cream containers, I'm going to be really, really upset. Yeah. Like yep. everyone needs to do it now do it uh base size you think he's gonna be on the biggest biggest absolutely yes yeah, oh on the biggest no that'd be like dormammu sized right 
uh, yeah, Dormammu Hulk sized. Is he not the same oh, size as Hulk? For some reason, I thought Dormammu was on a bigger base than no. 65. No. Yeah, I think he's same size, just wicked tall. Yeah. Freaking wicked tall, that. man. Wicked tall. Wicked tall. Wicked. You beans. Shout out to Dr. D. Probably at a Dunkin' Donuts right now. Love you, gay. All right. Uh, let's get in. Let's get into the insanity that is uh, post-mining extravaganza. Yeah. So uh, first up, uh, we did get some taxes cards earlier this week. Yeah. Uh, we won't get into those right now, but we will talk about the Red Guardian card, which got mm. revealed. Today. Um, today. Like just Time of hours, recording. Hours ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are, this is the last member of the Winter Guard. Uh, yep. This is the only one that we hadn't had anything yet for. And they did, I think, probably one of the best thematic jobs uh, mechanically comparing him to uh, Captain America. I think some people in, in um, the Facebook groups were a little negative at first, but I think their critiques are why this character is great. And we'll go right into that. So Red Guardian is going to be a three threat, five stamina, medium mover, size two. Mm-hmm. Three, three, four mm-hmm. for defenses. And we've seen with the other Winter Guard, they all have a little bit more mystic mm-hmm. uh, than I guess I was anticipating initially. Mm-hmm. One thing to remember about this particular Red Guardian, uh, Nikolai, is he is a mutant as well. And right. his power was to kind of to be able to deflect and absorb and ricochet uh, kinetic and, and other types of and electromagnetic and um, energy. Mm-hmm. So his strike... Somewhat straightforward, range two, strength five. After the attack is resolved, this character gains one, so it is a gainer instead of a builder. Mm-hmm. But automatic. Un- automatic push. Unregardless if yeah. you do damage or not. Automatic side three push. Yeah, that's huge. Short. It is. Yeah. That's that's nearly everyone. Yeah, it's, I was going to say, it's almost every character yeah. except for like big boys. Correct. And, yeah. and the biggest boys at that. Yeah. Like, it's just what Hulk is for. Hulk, She-Hulk. Are they? I always get confused here because I always think that um, I always think they're they're bigger than they are. Okay, so Hulk is a size four. Hulk Buster, I'm assuming, is the same. Uh, she Hulk is size three. Though. Oh, she's size three. Okay. And oh, she is on a smaller base. Yes, she is. Yeah, okay. Yep. But yeah, so I think being able to move near everyone in the game with that is choice especially yeah. on a builder and what a control piece too for mm-hmm. that to have that on your on your uh on your kind of basic attack um for a affiliation as well that mm-hmm. is somewhat resistant to pushes on objectives right. so i think that's i mean that's realistically he he is a huge threat for for short movers mm-hmm. because now they have to spend an entire action just to get yeah. back up to where they need to be one of the games I just played uh, was mostly about just using the mind gem over and over on Kingpin and yeah. how much that takes him out of the fight. Being able yeah. to move a short mover like him just away one is mm-hmm. is stellar. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Uh, and then he has a shield throw. This is just like Sam and Steve's range four, strength four, a gainer as well. Gaining one power after the attack is resolved, ignores line of sight, and the defending character does not benefit from cover and has ricochet in a wild. So part of me that kind of, I guess, maybe kind of wish that was a... Uh gains damage dealt just to make it different like if, mm. if they were going to change something just to make it a little different i don't know why but or why it would make sense in that aspect because it's yeah. a throwing weapon but regardless and well, the, the fact that he gains it. power for it at all you know taskmaster is the only one that doesn't throw a shield and gain power that's true uh his spender is the siberian shield slam range two strength six three power if the target character is size three or less after the attacks result it may be thrown short so mm-hmm. automatic throw yeah. for only three on a three. Yeah. 
After and, doing a significant punch. And if I recall, I think that's what one more power maybe than caps or maybe it's the same. So it is one more power. But once again, you're doing this on a three instead of a four. Right. So I think a lot of the complaint initially, and I completely disagree with this, is that he was like, oh, it was like a bad Captain America. Well, it's like Captain America as a three. Right. And I still think he's actually probably pretty good, too. Yeah. Um, his first reactive superpower is called Focus Repulsion Field. When this character is targeted by a physical or energy attack, it may use the superpower. This does cost two power. This character adds blanks in its defense roll to its total successes. Extremely tanky now. Yes. Yeah. So you're going from three maximum uh, sides of the die being able to potentially block something to five, mm -hmm. which is a pretty big upgrade. Almost nearly doubles your chances. And three, three, four. And on three, three, four. Right. Um, his last ability is the Red Guardian suit. When this character is damaged by an enemy or allied effect. I love the allied, allied effect, effect thing there, yeah. too. Uh, after this effect is resolved, if this character is not dazed, it gains one power. Makes a little bit more sense why his attacks are both gainers instead of builders. Mm hmm. Um, but I feel this guy is going to be at no shortage of power. He's going to be able to Siberian shield slam pretty regularly mm -hmm. uh, and use that repulsion field. I mean, also incredibly regularly. Uh, if you do one damage to him at like, that's the thing you're going to have to be scared of. You need to take this guy out in a single hit mm -hmm. um, because every other time he's just going to be getting more power. If you do one damage to him, that's like the worst thing in the world you can do. Yeah. Because uh, he's going to get enough for another focus repulsion field just over and over and over and over again. Yep. Uh, he does on his flip side, on his injured side, only thing that changes is he does gain one more stamina. So he goes from a five to a six, uh, which canonically means he's a good guy. So that's true. Just, you know, put that in there. I'm excited to see what, um, what tactics cards he's going to have, um, yeah. as well. As I think he's going to be a character that has just bonkers tactics cards. Yes, I completely agree. Um, and it'll probably be some, some saving stuff. But I think they did. I I think they did him right here, um, yeah, because he is he is a knockoff Captain America. That's that's always the joke, and that's right. always the bit. He says, "Oh, it's Russia's Captain America. Oh, it's it's the Slav Guard's Captain America." Right. Uh, now, granted, if he was actually the Slav Guard Captain America, he would be a little bit beefier. But you know, that's yes. what it is. It's Correct. Yes. Yeah. But I like him. I, I think he fits in a great spot. Uh, mm -hmm. He'll let you run an all shield throw list, which is exactly what I want to do. Ham, Sam, Taskmaster, and Captain America. I would be more inclined to splash him than Cap. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He just kind of just fits. It's, uh, I mean, and then if you're playing something like Hammers with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're never going to get it off of him unless you're using something like Enchantress or whatever that can pull the objective token off of him. So correct. The second he gets a hammer between you run him, you run bullseye, you're done. You've won <laughs> with hammers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what are yeah. you going to do? I mean, yeah. That, yeah. Team Slav to its fullest really there. Yep. So I, I do really like, um, that this isn't the OG red guardian. This is the one that came a little bit later, but the one right. who kind of wore it as an honor. Yeah. Um, and he was a mutant, which I think is really cool. I really like that. Um, so yeah, I dig him quite a bit, uh, and yeah, I think you're spot on by saying that he's going to be a more splashable character. I don't think he's going to be in every list. He's not Heimdall, but... No, I think he'll make a lot of rosters. Yeah. I think he'll make almost every roster. I just don't think he'll make every squad. Every roster for Winter Guard or every roster, like, across the field? Across the board. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he'll be I think he'll be in a lot of people's tents for a long time. Okay. For at least three months. All right. Yeah. I don't hate that. Yeah. 
And then he'll, and then people will be like, okay, well, let's try something else, you know, mm -hmm. whatever. Do what I, if I had to choose between him and Yursa, Major, Urza? yeah, I'm gonna go Yursa for sure. But why not both? But why not both? Why not seven. just play Winter Guard? Right. You know what I mean? Right. I, I don't know. I really like this affiliation. They're all, they're all about defense. Yes. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's, it's, and it's so con, it's so contrary to our last release, which was Shadowlands Daredevil. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which was all aggression. Mm -hmm. Now we're playing an extremely defense list that is not about numbers, no. even though it's low threat. They're not about numbers. They are, I mean, playing them at like 14 threat. They're about surviving the winter. Yeah. You're getting rid of your special conditions. Yep. You're not worrying about those incinerates and those hexes. They love demons downtown. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I, yeah, I think it's great. Yeah. I think he's really, really good. I, and I feel like we kind of glossed over, uh, the red guardian suit. So when this character is damaged by an enemy or allied effect after the effect is resolved. Yeah. If this character is not dazed, gains one energy. Yes, he has power for days. So days and days and days and days. If he hits, so he takes a hit from bleed, but then gains an energy. Is no, it those kind of effects? That's not an enemy effect. Oh, so, so that's why I was like confused. Any attack or oh, power. Or so ability. he's just cranking extra energy. Gotcha. I mean, not that you would need him here, and this is probably a little excessive, but. Brotherhood loves throwing terrain into their own characters. That's true. Uh, so to do that and be able to get the power from exploding the terrain with Brotherhood and then gain extra because he probably took a little bit of damage from it, too. Okay. I don't hate. Uh, same thing for beams. Putting him in the way of beams to take a little damage here or there so he takes that automatic one and gains a power for it. Okay. I mean, I don't love that one, but... But it does Listen, feel, it's there. It feels very Russian for some reason. It does. You know, like taking 100 punches just to gain a little bit of power. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's what his suit and his shield is tuned into for this particular version of Red sure. Guardian is is it is there to help him focus his his mutant power to be able to deal that damage back, to okay. be able to redirect and, and redeploy it. Okay. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Well, and yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Um, so moving on to some of the other stuff that happened this week, we also got some new cards for Malekith. Mm. And these, uh, one one came out during uh, Mini Stravaganza, which was the Black Bifrost. This yeah. is a Cabal reactive. During the power phase, Malekith the Accursed may spend three to play this card. Place a Black Bifrost token within range one of Malekith the Accursed. Then place another Black Bifrost token within range five. Once per turn, during a character's activation, while within range one of a Black Bifrost token, it may suffer one damage to be placed within range one of the other Black Bifrost token. Mm. Here's the thing I like about this. You aren't paying to interact with power. So this is a very alternative to the uh, strange portals where you are paying to interact and then you are being teleported over there. You're paying with health this time. Mm -hmm. So characters that love this is obviously anyone with fast healing. One of the new Hydra members, granted not on Cabal, but though he could be, Arnim Zola has some fast healing as well. So I think there's a lot of neat play that you could you could be doing there. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, especially when teamed up yeah. with the new one that just came out. Go ahead, Midnight Phantasmagoria. Gazintite. Mm -hmm. yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so this is an unaffiliated active card for Malekith the Accursed. During his activation, Malekith can spend three to play this card. Uh-huh. Push all enemy characters within range three 
Ugh. Within range three of Malekith, mm. a way short. Remove one damage from Malekith for each character Push this way. Yeah, because that's what this character needed was a healing push ability. Now, granted, it's once per turn or once per game. Yes. So I get it. It's fine. But like. He's on a big base. Come on, man. He's incredibly movable. Uh, he already has some healy stuff and you can't modify your attacks against him. He's fours across the board. I guess defense. I guess gamma shelters just became meta again. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, right. Put him on the middle objective and just push everybody. So did he need this? No. No. Did he want it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Am I mad about it? Not really, actually. Uh-huh. Uh, so in, Which, I, by the way, the model of this thing is just absolutely biz- like bonkers. Gorgeous. Crazy. Gorgeous. I don't know if you saw the picture Dallas posted where uh, they compared it to a Baron Zemo. Yeah, Baron Zemo confirmed. Yeah, Baron great. Zemo confirmed. Yeah, I don't know if you guys knew that. I, I, I bet he got in trouble for that, but yeah. like, appreciate it, honestly, low-key. I've been waiting for Zemo for a long time. Yeah, that's fair. But uh, yeah, I think, listen, it's awesome. It's going to make Malekith an even bigger release, and he, he's going to have an impact on the game for sure. For sure. Seventh threat character. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I just realized I really I think I realized I hadn't actually looked at Malekith's card yeah. all that much, but uh that is some thick text. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, and I, I think people are reacting pretty strongly to Malekith. I know in one of the leagues that I'm in, people are like, oh well, Malekith is just gonna be in every list. So every list is just gonna become, well, how do I counter the opponent's Malekith with my own Malekith? I don't think it's going to be that bad. No, you got to remember so. with some of these big, heavier characters. We all said that about Dormammu too, right? You know what I mean. Right. And nobody really. I mean, look at the stats. He's a great splash. Still, people will throw him in. Yeah, but that other affiliation. But he's but. not in every list. Correct. Every, we all said, oh, yep. even it, we said the same thing about Hulkbuster. Hulkbuster is going to be in every list. Hulkbuster's awesome. Like I yeah. still love him. But a s- seventh threat is a huge investment. It is. Is he amazing? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The, this is this is probably going to become one of my favorite characters once I actually learn how to read. Yeah. But up until that point, um, I, it, great, awesome, cool. Y- you know what? You're not going to take him to tournaments. You want to know why? Because he's too big. <laughs> That's why. You got a carrying case for that boy? I don't think so. Um, you think Dan could fit that on lunchbox? Nah. Yeah, that's fair. I, I do think there's there's some easy solutions to that. I think a lot of people will magnetize the wings and stuff like that. Yeah, probably. But um, but yeah, I, I think he's he's going to have an impact, but he's not going to be the end all be all. Um, I mean, he's not immune to hacks, and that once hacks is on him, he's just a regular dude. Yeah. He has as much physical defense as crossbones. So, <laughs> so I what mean, a weird comparison, but sure. Gotta take it all in stride. Yeah. Um, and one of the things, to, uh, as always, and granted, they they kind of worked this into the character as well, giving him some efficiencies to, he has a charge, he has some things that will give him some movement or, mm-hmm. or potentially follow-up attacks. Maybe not a follow-up attack, I might be joking about that one. But um, when you when you invest in a, in a bigger you know, ruckusy character like that, you are in fact losing turns, losing activations. Hold on one second. Did you say if you put hex on him? You, I said he's immune to, oh, okay. he- I, immune to incinerate. Hex. Oh, incinerate. Okay. Um, but incinerate and shock, listen, still get all their mileage, if not more so, on, yeah. on Malekith as everyone else. Poison so. just ruins him. He's not immune to poison. He's not immune, immune yeah. to poison. So he's done. Correct. Well, he would be. He would be a threat eight or nine probably if he was immune to poison. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, and and stagger, you know what I mean? Trip up becoming like a, oh yeah, I just took out half of your list turn Mm -hmm. uh, or half of half of your list turn. I think we're going to see a stagger heavy. Oh yeah. uh, Luke Cage just earned his three points. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? 
Well, and he is, uh, oh, he is size four, so he can't be pushed automatically by the new Red Guardian, but uh, sure. listen, displacement on this type of stuff is uh, always, always really stellar. If they didn't fix Shuri, Shuri would have just <laughs> made meta again. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they changed it so she can only push threes? Yes. Yeah, okay. I think so. Threes or twos. It's probably threes. But, but yeah, so uh, moving on to Hydra. Hmm. Uh, I I will say real quick though. Yeah, I do love the idea of just running a 16 threat Malakith Dormammu list. Mm. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Two so, models. Easiest carrying case I've ever made. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Magnet has a shelf on that, Dan. But <laughs> I don't know why he's getting called out for that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't do it. This is real funny to me. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, all right, so first for Hydra, and this we got a ton of information for Hydra uh, in, at Mini Stravaganza. Yeah, there's a lot there. I am stoked for these two affiliations. I think they offer some Same really easy. nice thematic, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like just straight up legit tell the story. Like, yeah, they the both leaders have very cool ways that are very thematic around that character for how they play, mm-hmm. and you are going to be able to play very very different play styles with these leaders. Agreed. Uh, first up, we have Red Skull, the master of Hydra. Hmm. Um, I'll just blow through a lot of this here quick, but 422 okay. for defenses. Right off the bat, I was like, Ugh. But he has Leviathan armor right. as one of his innates, where during the power phase, this character can choose his shielding type. Mm-hmm. The chosen benefits last until the start of the power phase. So this is very similar to Vision, where he has a dispersion field or a null field. Right. Either one, you'll be rolling three additional dice, either on your energy or your mystic oh defenses and energy mystic which i think i think is a- yeah they mixed it up a little bit yeah. I, I do actually super dig that so if you are in the dispersion field you have extra dice when defending against energy attacks and you cannot be pushed or advanced by the effects of mystic attacks or enemy superpowers mm. the null field you'll get that three extra dice on mystic attacks and you don't suffer collision damage right i love that yeah granted there is no power to be able to switch this back and forth. You are making that commitment during the power phase for what is going to be happening that round. What's your counter then? Um, I think energy attacks, right? So if you're going up against this red skull, you're going to want energy attacks and throws. You're going to have to make him decide whether he's, oh, not throws. No. Yeah. No, you're right. Huh. Honestly, just having a well-bounded group. You know what I mean? You're going to want someone with mystic and energy. Uh, speaking of... Because he's so tanky. He's essentially a... I guess the trick would be try to call bluff. Yeah. Or have somebody... Knowing who, when to strike. Knowing when to just yeah. really buckle down. You know You know who just became super good again? Defenders. Being able to ch- to uh, change your... To spend a power to change your uh, attack. Yeah. Star-Lord. Because can't Star-Lord change his uh, element gun? Yes. To, can he change it to Mystic? No, he can't change his no. element gun, okay. sorry. But yeah, effects like that would actually be very good. Yeah. Um, and a shout out to uh, a user in chat, uh, Reverend Wrightmad, who highlighted a message saying, uh, one of the things that would absolutely decimate Malekith mm-hmm. is in fact Urza Major. Yeah, it is. Bare-armed brawler to automatically, automatically stagger yeah. and... He can throw size four characters. Uh, you can the biggest truck on the bar. You can really display someone pretty heavily. He's the best bear. Especially a size four. R.I.P. Who is uh, going to do five damage when thrown. Yeah. Um, the only so thing I, he can't stop is a bullet. That's, uh, that's very, very, very true. 
Um, Chuck, why don't you uh, talk about something for a second? Okay, uh, I'll just uh, go ahead and uh, just go right back here uh, on the thing I was looking at. Sorry. Uh, there. Okay, so he... Um, so we have that Blitz Strike, uh, which is a range three, strength six. Mm. Um, the attack only gains one energy, so it's a... Uh, what, what do you call that when it only gains one? A gainer. A gainer, okay. Um, now, granted, on a... Wild in a hit, you get blitz. After this attack is resolved, this character may advance small, which is absolutely phenomenal when he's already a medium movement. He's getting that extra movement. Yeah. Now, granted, you have to have a hit in a wild, so there is a little bit there. But I mean, it's a six strength. It's a six. It's strength a six strength. Yeah, at range three. No yes. Yeah. And then uh, he gets a push on a wild and a shield. Looks like yep. yeah. well in shield um, size three or less before damage is dealt. Mm -hmm. I love when it's before damage dealt. So and I really like this, too, with the thematic that they did for this Red Skull, the the dominant, like just coming in there as a force. Yeah. Just walking towards someone is how I kind of see this. Yeah. Walking towards someone, knocking them back and mm -hmm. pushing themselves forward, just pushing them like just focusing in yeah. and just not being able to be stopped. I love the, the theme of this particular um, attack. Um, his, his spender, which is phenomenally one of the, probably the best, um, traps in the entire game, uh, <laughs> an energy, uh, strength nine range to five power. Yeah. Um, kneel before me can uh, choose if it's going to be energy or, or mystic. mystic, which is phenomenal. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Super great. And then a throw on a wild size four or less a throw away medium. Yeah. Guess what? Also Malekith hates. Yeah. <laughs> Being thrown medium. Throw medium with getting punched in the face by nine dice. <sighs> I mean, it's so it's five. Mm -hmm. Granted, he doesn't actually have a lot of energy costs otherwise. Right. His only other energy cost is uh, empowered gauntlets. During a Blitzkrieg strike uh, attack this turn, the character gains and adds blanks, blanks to the uh, total attack for two. for two. It's actually pretty decent. Now, you would have to declare that at the beginning before your roll? Yeah, during the next Blix Strike. So you you do it before you use the attack. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, similar to I'm a God. Yep, okay. Um, and then his his affiliation, his leadership, is called World Domination. Yeah, because this is the Hydra. Hydra affiliation. Correct. Not Cabal. Right. Hydra affiliation, which means we're getting more bad guys. We are! Which is... And this is like Golden Era, right? Yeah. Which we'll get into potentially later on. Mm -hmm. So during the power phase, allied characters gain one power if they are holding or contesting an objective token. <sighs> Straight up really good. Listen, this character just comes out swinging, being yeah. like, I am taking it. It is mine. I own it. And I benefit from that. Yeah. Um, characters that are struggling, that are completely power starved. Absolutely love this now. Especially on things like hammers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not only are you swinging more dice, you're getting more power. Yeah. It, it completely negates the uh, having to spend more power for the tactics cards that yeah. you have while holding those hammers. Uh, there's going to be very rare times when this affiliation is not useful. Granted, it's only once around. Cabal is every time you attack and deal damage. Sure. Uh, but, but more still. consistent. This is consistent. Yeah. If you're holding something. Yes. So people honestly like... Um, I don't know why Sabretooth was the first one that popped into my head. Send him on a far back objective and mm -hmm. have him hold it. And then he's just cranking energy and additional energy per turn. Yeah. 
I mean, nobody nobody ever complains about getting too much energy. <laughs> Correct. The unless only... you're on, uh, unless you're playing Dormammu, and then your team's taking damage from it. But yeah, but even it. then, right? Even then, you still you have to spend the energy by the end of the turn, right? Correct. Right. Um, the only thing that is like, uh, actually, you know, you know who loves this? People who are immune to poison. Yeah, because that's the one weakness. That's the one counter to this. Is you put poison mm-hmm. on them, then this affiliation literally doesn't mean anything anymore. I mean, not really. They'll still gain that power. They just lose one during the power phase. Right. So, so you're not getting two. You're only getting right, one. Yes. Right. I mean, the whole reason why you, it negates the whole reason why you would take this. Yes. Right. Yes. But every awesome character that is super broken is immune uh-huh. to poison. That's true. That would be on this team. Nebula. Nebula. Who cannot hold or contest. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I got the joke. Um, took me a minute. So Chuck went over in Powered Gauntlets, being able to add blanks to your Blitz Strike. I do like that that's kind of restricted to one thing, because mm-hmm. adding uh, blanks into successes for Neil before me, where you can choose between it being energy or mystic, would be right. uh, pretty heavy. But his last, or second to last power that we haven't covered is All-Consuming Obsession. Yeah. Zero power. This is his Cosmic Cube um, dealio, except just for him. Yeah. This character suffers one damage, gains two power. Can use it once per turn because canonically the Leviathan armor is powered yeah. by the Tesseract, mm-hmm. so makes a ton of sense here. Lastly, he has cut off one head. If an allied Hydra troopers is not in play when this character is chosen to activate, not after an attack, not after a spender, mm-hmm. just if there's not one out when he activates, guess what? Now there is within range one of this character. They gain a stagger token and are part of your squad. We get more grunt people. We are getting more grunts. More grunts. So, and they're actually pretty stellar grunts here. So these play a little different than the other grunts? They do. Okay. So um, the the Hydra Troopers uh, come out. They are three stamina, which is more than both the um, shield and hand ninjas. Okay. They had two. Yep. It is a short mover, which okay. is also different than the other ones. Size two. One, two, two so for defense. Shockingly durable. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Uh, As somebody who had a shockingly durable hand ninjas yes. uh, game where you just could not get rid of them. I couldn't. I mean, you literally threw a Hulkbuster at them and they were just like, no. <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah, we're, we're fine. We're ninjas? Thank you so much, though. Um, these actually are, are super cool in that they have an energy attack. Yeah. And it's range four. And strength four. And strength four. Uh, what? <laughs> Correct. Uh, they're they're awesome, and they do come out at his activation, right? So right. at the st- the first turn that uh, Red Skull is going to be taken, they're going to be effectively just a little bit ahead of your back line. Mm-hmm. Most likely, you know, depending on how you do it, certainly being within range to make an attack in the first round, which we super dig. Right. Um, and if the enemy rushes towards the middle objective, maybe even two. Uh, they have Hydra Assault for zero. Uh, so all a lot of the grunts have uh, a power that they can use as an action that interacts with things in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hydra Assault works this way. This character makes a move action. During its next attack action this turn, this character may re-roll any number of attack dice. After the attack is resolved, this character's KO'd. <laughs> I love it. It comes out. Um, it's not going to be able to use this first turn due to the stagger. Right. But uh, or actually the stagger wouldn't apply to the next turn. I forget how that works exactly. But it also has occupation force. This is an innate. This character cannot pick up, hold or interact with extract objectives. So the other two are, in fact, uh, the the Hydra. I'm sorry. The shield grunts and the hand ninja are actually all about 
extracts, not right. about secures. Mm-hmm. But as an occupation force, and once again, that domination thing, being yeah. able to get on those points and, and hold them, uh, this character does not have to pay to interact with secure objective tokens. So this is kind of like a permanent um, first class. Yeah. Where they're just going to be flipping your stuff. They're going to be putting your bu- pushing your buttons to flip your objectives. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Uh, and then finally, uh, Grunts, Red Skull, right. Master of Hydra. This character can be cannot be included in rosters. No. Otherwise can only be put into play as a result. Of right. Ahead. And that is the only way we can get Grunts. These Grunts. This one, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I really like this. Mm-hmm. I really like this a lot. It's kind of interesting because like I know so with it's interesting in two aspects. There's nothing on his card other than cut off the head uh, or cut off one head where anything has an effect, whether they are near him or not. Yeah. They are literally designed to go sit on points. Mm -hmm. That's their whole their whole thing. They don't need to be within range. Or shoot their guns and die. Yeah. Get knocked out. Right. KO'd. KO'd. Yes. Um, I, man, I don't know. I, I really like, I really like where they're going with this. Yeah. I really like where they're going with well, this. Well, and I love that thematic too of Red Skull just wants them out to do their job. And once they've done their job, he doesn't care about them anymore. Yeah. If he ever even did. Right. Uh, they are disposable, dispendable, and they yeah. don't really pay into his plan. Um, I'm going to make, I'm going to ask the question. Yeah. Is this truly the the most efficient five. Cause we've had this argument before that like five sometimes don't feel like five. Yeah. He certainly feels like a, five. he feels like a five. Yeah. He almost feels like a six. Yeah. And he's not even immune to poison. Right. Like, but durable high health. Uh, and we'll get into some of his tactics cards too, which yeah. are insane. Uh, but Neil before me is awesome. It is expensive, but it yeah. is worth it. Yeah. Um, and Blitz Strike is just very cool, very thematic. Mm-hmm. They they nailed this character. They did so cool uh, of a job. And I feel that this really sets up the future of knowing, hey, when they do do characters at different points in their career, yeah. at different power levels, they're going to ki- just absolutely ma- knock out it. And it makes absolute sense that this character is just absolutely insane. Yeah. This is Golden Era Hydra, you know. Powered by the Cosmic Yeah. Cube. Like just super, just like insane prime red skull time. Yep. It's not trench coat holding a Rubik's cube. You know what I mean? Like, correct. Correct. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited for this. So we'll talk about Hydra research or yeah. uh, occult research real quick. Uh-huh. So this is one that only this version of Red Skull can use, and it's nuts. During the power phase, Red Skull Master of Hydra may spend ten power to play this card Mm -hmm. red skull master of hydra and all characters within range two of him gain a stagger token you know what malekith hates stagger stagger (laughs) and being thrown yeah uh red skull master of hydra gains the following superpower for the rest of the game this character may perform an additional action each activation that is nuts that is awesome that is huge uh i'm here for it uh it's 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 great it's great in every way shape and form uh it's it's baller it's baller as heck, some might say. Is it a trap? No. Well, probably. So, 10 energy? Yeah. So, he's got to take a bunch of damage. Or use that one spender a whole bunch, or, yeah, deal himself a bunch of damage. And uh, there's, I mean, there's certainly ways to do it for f- extra action, every activation. It's certainly worth it. But, yeah, you're yeah, popping I mean, off probably so- one or round two with it. Do you really think round two you're going to be able to have 10, 10 energy? If, if someone focuses on him, for sure. He's got seven health. So don't focus I mean? on him. 
run from it. No, so and that's kind of normally the thing to do with any one of these these big. I mean, he's going to chase you, but if you can throw him away, throw right. him away and ignore him. Right. That's what you do. I think you have to put poison on him. Mm-hmm. Just keep just negate any ability. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He would not. Uh, the affiliation you would not gain multiple. It's just one flat energy, right? Like if you're holding multiple hammers, you would not gain multiple energy. If you're on, it's an if. So okay. it's if they are if they are completing either one of those tasks, okay. they gain a power. So okay. yeah, maximum of one. Good okay. question though. Very good question. Yeah, because not I'm not saying it 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 would come up, but I the person who constantly has that situation come up, right? Uh, and was just like, okay, is this what they meant? Because if you're holding, if you have an extract and you're holding a, a secure, that's two energy, you're the three a turn. So I could kind of get it. Yeah. But no, thankfully it is just the one. Otherwise, yeah, that would be very easy to pull off. Where are you splashing him when you're not in Hydra? I'm probably not splashing him. Okay. <laughs> five five is a heavy splash. Uh, unless I really need, like if he's in a roster where I'm, I'm also running uh, other Hydra or other Cabal, yeah, potentially. But I... Did Wong awesome. just become his favorite friend? Yeah, probably. You know, because Wong. Wong, Wong can pass energy off. Mm-hmm. You, uh, uh, R and D. Yep, advanced R and D, which yeah. is now restricted. It's still. Yeah. I mean, if it, if it means you're getting additional action, correct. It's not hard to get ten on him. No, if you're if I you're playing so. it smart, especially with uh, yeah. I I mean, I think he's really solid. Yeah, he's in a great spot. He's a mess. Uh, and the other. Victory Assured is the other one that he has. Uh-huh. Let me get that up here. Beautiful. So Victory Assured is another tactics card specifically for the, the Johann Schmidt uh, version of Red Skull, uh, which I think just means it's either Red Skull instead of Red Skull or Red Skull Master of Hydra. Yeah. Yep. But this gives him an attack uh, that's a beam three strength six. Now, there's a couple caveats to this. No cost to play the card. Right. But when you play it, you may suffer up to five damage to play this card. This character don't hate it. No, this character uses attack uh, once per this activation, and that beam gets extra damage dice for each damage you take during it. He has a ton of health. Making this a, a strength 11 beam 3 isn't going to be unheard of. Um, if nope. this attack dazes or KOs the target character, this character gains the stunned special condition. Uh, he has a gainer. You know what I mean? He doesn't have a builder or ways to gain more than one power at a time anyway. Bring on the stun. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Outside of taking damage. Right. Uh, but yeah. So I guess actually legitimately that is kind of a, a pretty big defect for him because that's is how he will gain the most power mm-hmm. is uh is taking damage. At least at one time. Right. Uh Hydra research. Can you go back over real quick? Uh the uh, Oh, it's a Hydra affiliation. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Never mind. And so, it can only be used on him. But you, right, you right. can't splash him with it. Yeah, because that's what I was trying to figure out. I was trying I to think you. of affiliations where you could pass, like, he'd be great in humans, being yeah. able to pass all that energy off onto him. Even with Dormammu and Dark Dimension, mm-hmm. I mean, he'll take a he'll take all round of damage, but you could crank yeah. it up so quick. Well, and you kind of want him to take damage to get that power too. So I think doubling down on that Wong so he can faithful assistant power to him yeah. and heal him when he's taking damage yeah. to get extra power. Actually, yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't think that took an action either. No. No. The uh, all-consuming obsession. So, yeah. yeah, just backpacking long on him, healing him up every round, and giving him an extra power. Yeah, I, I don't think uh, 
occult research is going to be difficult to pull off at all. I think no. I think the goal will be round two, but I think you'll be able to do it reliably round by round three. Yeah. And then. I don't know, man. Yeah. Just. Pray. Right. You know, because um, having an additional action is ridiculous. It really is. And uh, then I guess once you do that, you just throw a stagger on them. I mean, does does stagger stagger's always kind of been in meta, but yeah. Does, I mean, you still try to stagger him. I mean, and between well, between him, Malkith coming out, mm-hmm. like I think we're. I, do you think we're going to see heavy staggers? Yeah, yeah stagger value is is certainly going to go up. Yeah. Uh, the last um, one that's going to be kind of general use for Hydra that we'll talk about right now is inevitable betrayal. This is a Hydra exclusive. It is reactive. And this is super cool. This is awesome and plays into the story and the theme a lot. During the cleanup phase, before victory points are scored, an allied Hydra character may spend eight power to play this card. Pretty, pretty big investment. Choose an enemy character within two of that that is securing, that is contesting a secure objective. The chosen character counts as one of your characters for contesting secure objectives this round. So we saw this in the Infinity League, right? Mm -hmm. Where there was a gem where just once per game, you could be like, ah, that guy's in my team for this round. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was brutal. It was devastating. It was, you had to completely play around it. It decided a ton of those games. Mm -hmm. They certainly took probably feedback from the Infinity League to put a very relative power cost onto this. Yeah. Because eight is an investment, but will apps, I mean, that's terrifying. That one of your allies could be gaining points for your opponent at any point, especially on something where, you know, it's one of the things where you gain three victory points if you have if you're contesting more than your opponent or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it could be awesome. Uh, it's, yeah, 100 percent a game deciding power, but it has a cost that relates and is relative to the power that it can, in fact, provide. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, and once again, it's something you're going to really have to set up. I feel like the only thing, and it's, I only say this because they haven't revealed it yet, and there's yeah. a, clearly more Hydra characters coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have loved a tactics card very similar to um, what Shield has, where you can make a non-affiliated character become affiliated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that would be really rad. Oh, I super dig that a lot. Yeah. I, now we haven't seen all the tactics cards from Hydra yet. That right. could very well be in there, but and, and yeah, to, thematically that is right. just gorgeous. You just never know who's part of Hydra. Yeah. But maybe make it fair, like to balance it a little yeah. bit more, make it cost two of your cards mm. in your in your squad, yeah. which then also makes this all that more difficult because now you're only bringing four. Correct. You know what I mean? That might be that I mean that's a heavy tax, but there's not I think it's and, a fair tax. Very well, probably. There's not a lot of stuff out here that, like, there's not other tax. There's not, like, a Wakanda forever that's going to affect We don't know yet. People. I Correct. mean, we don't know yet. There very well could be. Um, but, yeah. No, I think that would be really cool. Or make it something where it's uh, the character pays two energy, three energy. F- at, during the power phase, for the rest of the turn, they count as being on the affiliation. Okay. something Something similar like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So the next dude we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the other leader for Hydra. And this is the yeah. one I'm most excited to play. That's interesting. Okay. Is uh, Baron Strucker, uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Wolfgang Von Strucker, to be precise. Yep. Um, so Strucker is 4-3-3 for defenses, so a little bit better on physical. And then threes kind of standard for, for uh, energy and mystic. Uh, stamina five, mm-hmm. three threat, uh, size two, medium mover. Yeah. Uh, so just... Out of the gate, 
pretty pretty okay pretty standard one so tough far. striker i'd argue well i mean like baron zemo there's a lot of people that are threes that have five health uh, um and have that that stat or i mean he's a three three but he's four three three that's pretty tank it, it is it yeah. is good it is good um and plasma blast well and i guess i guess uh baron the other barons is four in mystic three three four right. versus four three three i mean we're seeing a three throw the five strength attack you know what i mean yeah it's like most three threats yeah. in the game have that now and and have always had that but getting right into it his uh-huh. builder and it is a builder not a gainer is plasma blast range three strength five it is energy which is awesome and incinerates in a wild yeah that's stellar so that's really good. now we're getting to the point where it's like oh hello there yeah um his spender is the world is mine going into that domination theme again range two strength seven but mm. for four power and here's the big part. After this attack is resolved, this character removes one damage from itself for each damage dealt. That's brutal. Awesome. Yeah. It is range two. It is in a in a good spot as, as far as its range is short. It costs a pretty heavy amount of power to do, and there are no additional effects. It is only to gain health back. Mm-hmm. And it is physical as well. Mm-hmm. Now, his affiliation leadership ability is the Hydra High Council. And this is the thing I love. A lot of words here, so I'm surprising I read it. But once per turn, after an attack made by an allied character is resolved, if the attack dealt damage, the allied character may use this leadership ability. Choose one special condition the allied character has. If the defending enemy character does not have the special condition, it gains it, and then the allied attacking character loses that special condition. So you're passing off special conditions. You're passing off special conditions to the enemy. Additionally, once per turn, when an enemy character gains a special condition, the allied character that caused the effect may may, may remove one damage from himself. Interesting. Awesome. It but I, I'm going to make the assumption that you cannot pass off things that the other person's immune to. Already has. Yes. So okay. the way it reads. No, no, no. That they're immune to. So if they're immune to poison, your character's poison, you pass. You can't pass poison off to somebody who's immune to poison. That's uh, a really good question that I'm sh- sure will be one of the first that should be answered because the way that it reads is that if, if the defending character does not have the special condition right. and gains it and then the allied attacking character loses the special condition, I would assume that that means it does not, in fact, get transferred. Okay. Is is how I read it. Right. But, you know, we'll we'll see, I guess. Right. But regardless, this is dope as hell yes it is this is ridiculously awesome so it can't get rid of stagger thor right? loves this i don't know he why does. <laughs> like actually it could get rid of stagger during off cycle attack so doing yeah. wakanda forever or um other things no it can't because those can only be used in affiliation right so those tactic cards yeah. can only trigger for that affiliation and if yeah. you're using this th- yeah so oh, i'm sure there are instances for it heimdall's foresight maybe could get rid of a stagger if yeah. you do damage on an attack that's off cycle like that. But awesome. I love healing. This makes Viper stock actually useful. Yeah. She applies sometimes multiple special conditions per round. Uh, you know who weirdly loves this? Uh, Omega Red? Omega Red. When he starts poisoning ally characters and then they can just pass it off even further? Yeah. So speaking that's weird, of, he has a similar uh, effect as well. Right. Death Spore Virus. It does cost two power. It's not automatic. Mm-hmm. Other characters. This is everybody. This is friend and foe. Yeah. Within range three of this character gain the poison special condition. Right. Um, awesome. If you need to get poison out there to be able to have your ally spread, great. Uh, if you just have a bunch of enemies around, also great. Yep. I like it. Mm-hmm. 
Arrogance is the power that I love. This is a reactive. It costs one. Mm-hmm. This is go big or go home in a power. When this character is attacking before rolling attack dice, you may use the superpower. During this attack, add failures in the attack roll to the number of successes for the attack roll. During this attack, add skulls in the defense roll to the total numbers of successes for the defense roll. It costs one, and this is the, I'm going to roll more skulls than you. Blam! (laughs) You can get ruined by this. Yeah. You could have a great turn because of this. It is all or nothing based on how many skulls you And you do this literally every turn. I do this literally every turn. Yeah, it sounds like you. So, yeah, I will never not do that. He has no way to modify or change them? He does not. Okay. Well, he does. He has strategic genius. Okay. Uh, and this is straight up just like uh, Baron Zemo's. The Barons get it done. This character and other allied characters within range two of it may re-roll one die in their attack and defense rolls. Mm. He also has If they're within range two of each other, can you re-roll two? Absolutely. Gross. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he has healing factor one. Uh, so I like that he has a little bit lower health. He is only a three, so it's actually not super off base for a, uh, a, a threat three to have only five stamina on this healthy side. But who I, I love this. I love this. Um, this theme, this corruption from the inside, this like my weaknesses are now your weaknesses. I, I think this is a very different theme to play with Hydra. But we have a, a threat five leader that is all about dominating the, the field and throwing things around and going mm-hmm. right for their goal. And then we have the more subterfuge. I'm going to put poison on you and this on this other thing. And I'm going to give myself this to make sure that Black Bolt can have that. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. And you're healing and you're regenerating. I, 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 I don't know anybody who hates this affiliation. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're doing a really good job of creating abilities within affiliations that like everybody on the team benefits from yeah there's not somebody uh like that you would be like well i wouldn't take them because this doesn't do anything for them correct like we say i mean my always my thought is always like well ant-man doesn't care about steve rogers avengers because he doesn't benefit from it right everybody benefits from these abilities mm-hmm. I, I i'm a super i'm a super big fan of where they're going with this same uh, th- they've done a really good job here. If, if this is the quality of of the theme, of the mm-hmm. story, and how, of the play type, because there have been times where we're talking on the show, even it's like, well, what other leadership abilities could they possibly add? Yeah. And with Winter Guard and Hydra, and then it's always thematic. Yes. You know what I mean? Like that's geniuses over there. They're geniuses. Correct. So our last one that we're going to talk about tonight, and this is one that I am stoked for. Oh. I was so excited when yeah. we were at ACO and they showed this model. Uh, I love it. I adore it. It's Mr. Arnim Zola, uh, whose alias's name is actually Arnim Zola. Okay. Two, three, four. Yeah. For defenses. So a little bit weak on the physical end. Why is but he he's also physical. Uh, because he has a big glass face that's very easy to punch. Oh, is that the theory? I, I, I assume okay. so. And he's a scientist, man. You know what I mean? He he's like, got all sorts of gadgets to be able to get rid of energy stuff and deflection shields and, and other little, you know, doodads and technology. But... Okay. Uh, and it's very difficult to control a robot brain, right? So that's why the mystic is high. Mm-hmm. But you, he's certainly punchable, like probably real punchable. Yeah. Uh, but because he's, you know, a big, strong Krang, he's also got six stamina on his healthy side. Mm. And size three, uh, threat three, and movement short. Prototype weapons is his gainer. This is super cool. Range four, strength four. You can choose whatever attack type you want this to be. Physical energy or mystic. It's a gainer, so it'll gain just one 
uh, power after the attack is resolved, but on a wild Hydra Ingenuity, you'll be able to add Bleed, Shock, Slow, or Stun for every wild that you put in there. You can choose which one you want to do. Oh my so God. granted, it's only four, but the chances of you rolling that yeah, regularly and being able to choose or just getting lucky and throwing I've a fistful people of wild. seen people roll two wilds on a four. Oh, yeah. Three wilds on a four yep. for no reason. Yep. So I love that. And um, Hydra, uh, specifically the Strucker version, the high, uh, Hydra High Council mm-hmm. loves status conditions. So this just yeah. gets more of them out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and with a high stamina character like Arnim Zola as well, he might be a little difficult to take down uh, by adding effectively status conditions most likely on most of his attacks where you're always going to be choosing the weakest defense that they have because it can be anything Mm -hmm. his spender is only two power call and it is an energy attack called focus esp blast or box blast Ooh, the old box blast Mm. range three strength six two power to pull off if the attack deals damage after the attack is resolved this character may advance the target character short a little bit of mind control, a little bit of that ESP making Kingpin once again go over there because you don't want to deal with him. Mm-hmm. On a wild, you're going to slow him as well. Once again, more status effects. Everything, every attack that he does, status effects. Love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. The Hydric High Council loves it. First superpower, experimental enhancements. During the next attack made by this character this turn, add two dice to its attack roll. After the attack is resolved, if the attack can, contains any failure results, the character suffers one damage. A little bit of risk reward also staying totally in theme with that Hydra High Council. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a little bit of a benefit, but skulls might hurt here. Yeah. I really like that that's the theme that they're telling in this story. Yep. Real quick with the uh, Force EMP Box Blast. Yeah. Does that get around people who can't be that gets around people who can't be pushed? It does. Okay. It's an advance. Yeah, that's why yep. that's why I was wondering. And no size restriction. So right. It is, it is that mind control I mean, thing. It does it's get on a spender, but that's still I mean, that's a that's great. Yeah. Getting around getting around that's super good. The only thing that doesn't get around are some of those effects like Juggernaut has. Um And or, there's no size restriction. Correct. You know? So you can finally you can still push a Hulk. You can. You know? Um makes the, Hulkbusters pointless. <laughs> <laughs> correct oh. uh so but the, yeah the thing that doesn't get around are a lot of those mystical defense things that are like mm-hmm. you can't be pushed uh advanced or moved by a mystic attack right um but it's energy but that's about it well yeah it is energy yeah, <laughs> yeah you're it's right energy you're right so it gets around it. oh it does totally yeah. get around that all right yeah even better zola new meta zola new meta there the, it is the zola meta uh hydra engineering is his reactive this is a pay x yeah. So when this character or another allied character within range four, and that's an awesome range, mm. uh, is attacking or defending during the modify dice step of this attack, this character may spend up to three power mm-hmm. to use the superpower. For each one power spent, this character or the allied character may re-roll one of their attack or defense dice. This yeah. is upgrades. Uh-huh. But wait, there's more. After this attack is resolved, if the allied character contain or if the allied... Ooh, if the allied roll contained one or more failure results or skulls, they get bleed. Mm. Hidden benefit there, right? Yeah. Where sometimes you want bleed. This is as a, as a result of attack. This could add bleed right before that character does damage to then be able to pass off that bleed. Uh, yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Kind of dig that. That made my brain hurt, but mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. I guess it is after the attack is resolved, but if it's your turn, if this is an on-cycle attack, I believe you would be able to get the bleed in the order that you want to then be able to trigger the effect to 
move it over to the uh, the target. I believe I could be wrong there, but that's that's how I assume it works. Interesting. So his final or he has a couple of innates as well. He's immune to bleed and poison, yeah. uh, which makes sense. He's in a big robot body. And then scientific hubris. Whenever this character rolls dice after the effect is resolved, it gains one power if it rolled at least one crit. Uh, the old Doc Ock. The old Doc Ock. I like it. So we do have a tactics card for him as well. Scientific method. Hydra, affiliated, active. I love this one. Arnim Zola may spend two power to play this card. Mm-hmm. Choose another allied character that is threat value three or less. Also kind of like that limitation. Mm-hmm. Uh, he needs someone weaker than him, right? To be mm-hmm. able to perform experiments on. And within range three of Arnim Zola. The chosen character suffers two damage. For the rest of the game, the chosen character may use the ESP leakage attack and gains the unnatural mutation superpower. ESP leak is a range two strength six for one power. Before damage is dealt, the target character suffers one damage for each skull in the defense roll. Right? What? Yeah. So it's a mystic attack, range two, strength six. Mm -hmm. Every skull that the defense rolls against this attack forces the defender to take Oh, you're screwed, bud. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah. And I really like the wording on this, too. If you do this against a Scarlet Witch who counts skulls as defense successes, they still count as defense successes. But you are just suffering a damage immediately from rolling it as well. Okay. You also gain the unnatural mutation innate. Where when a character, when an enemy character targets this character with an attack, this character adds two dice to a defense roll unless the attacking character pays two. Mm. I love this. This is so awesome. And I love it on characters like X-23. Yeah. Who are going to become significantly more defensive, are going to be able to fast healing off all of the damage from it. It's three threat three or less. All of a sudden an absolute powerhouse that just KO scapes entire teams. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, because this is what X 23 needed. Correct. Yeah. Now has an awesome spender Uh or only one where she's going to be doing a bunch of damage and she's going to be leading her opponents of power to make sure they can even take her down. Otherwise she's rolling five, five, four for defenses. Awesome. 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 This is so stupid. It's and it so only costs cool. two. It does only cost two, but it's so thematic. Only Arnim Zola can do it. It is within theme. It's within the story. It makes yeah, so much like, sense. It's, it's, it's so just, good. It's, it's so stupid good. Ah, uh, I. It, Who else do you like that on? Ooh, great question. I love it on. I mean, Honey Badger, uh, Iron Man. Yeah, kind of like, like standard time. Iron Man now yeah. rolling six, five, five. Yeah. With invulnerability. Yeah. Lizard. Lizard has fast healing and could benefit from this. Disgusting. Bullseye. Disgu- bullseye. Yeah, bullseye. Yeah. I don't ever want them within range two of people, but yeah, bullseye. Parting shot. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. get them in range two, fire off and then run. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Or is Hit and Run? He has Hit and Run too, right? Ooh, you know who I love this on? You know who? Cyclops? No, see, he's a four. Oh. Oh, that's right. It's limited, right? 
I think, can you double down with Mysterio? Yes, I think you can with uh, Smoke and Mirrors. When the enemy targets this character with an attack, this character may use its mystic defense regardless of the attack type unless the attacking character pays two. Seven? So that would that would turn into seven unless they're willing to spend, <laughs> what, four? Four. Otherwise, he's three, three. Yeah. Uh, five. Yeah. Or three, three, seven. Wow, Mysterio just became a tank. Right? Holy smokes. Glad I mean, the guy him painted up. Or by. even people like Viper, right? She has a play. She can get yeah. in. She can do a devastating, potentially, uh, psychic attack. Yeah. Um, And then get out of there, too. Oh, I don't like it. Oh, I don't like it. Yeah. Oh, it makes me makes my body feel uncomfortable. So, so yeah, I forgot to uh, flip it to Arnim Zola's card. There it is on the video. Um, and then the scientific method as well. There we go. Love that for you, bud. I I am I am everything's so coming up. Tim, play this. It really is. Until, Tim loves Hydra. I listen. I until I get Young Avengers or um, Thunderbolts. Uh, great replacement. In the meantime. Well, questionable, but here we are. What's what's your uh, what's your favorite out of these releases? So you know, far? because they're all bald. I do. Yeah, yeah, I, that I, tracks. I identify with them. Yeah, a little bit. Red Skull, bald. Baron, bald. bald. Zolm, we don't know, but I assume bald. Yeah, probably bald. I mean, if you don't have hair, if you don't have a top of a head, I guess you're bald. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. For me. Yeah. I don't know, man. I I don't. Yeah. Is it Team Slav? Is it them finally being complete? Is it one of the Hydra leadership abilities? Is it just an absolute brick house like uh, Red Skull, Agent of Hydra? I really like, yeah, I really like Agent of Hydra. Yeah. I really, I mean, I kind of really, I'm really hyped for Malekith too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there was a bunch of stuff that came out that we haven't even talked about yet. Right. I mean, if we're talking just me and Shravaganza uh, yeah. all together, Sentinels? Yeah. 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 Love Blob. I love the blob too. Really excited about Sentinels. Honestly, kind of excited about the Rivals pack. So, actually, very specifically, yeah, I'm a huge Sabretooth fan. Yeah. Um, and they confirmed, by the way, Wolverine comes with a motorcycle. There's gonna be motorcycle play in action in the Rivals box. Yep. Thank you so much. Obviously, they watch a very particular stream that added motorcycles in specifically for Wolverine, and they're like, you know what? Great idea. Great idea. They did it, Chuck. I know they did. They did it. And two different heads. Mm-hmm. Cowboy mm-hmm. hat, no cowboy hat. Are you proud of yourself, AMG? Are you proud? Do you like giving him everything he wants? I mean, so, so like, it's legitimately. too much Christmas. After Renewal of Vows 2, that was just so up my alley, mm-hmm. so perfect with the shtick. I still have not a thousand percent sure you didn't write it. Listen, we interviewed uh, Sarah, who wrote it. <laughs> so that's, that's my only excuse. But, uh, yeah, she did an incredible job. And, and Sarah Rowan. Have I ever seen you and Sarah in the same room? I don't know. Fair. Yeah. True. Smoke and mirrors. Um. Sarah Rowan also wrote an upcoming organized play kit or ultimate encounter based on the new Hydra terrain as well. Uh, Was that? Uh, yeah, the new ultimate. Yeah. What? Yep. Yeah, that thing looks wild as heck. So I am, I am so excited you know what I really to see hope? what she does with that ultimate encounter. I, don't, I, I just know it's going to be great. It is going to be great. Um, that I'm, I kind. There's a part of me that really, really hopes the that red skull that's in that tank. Yeah. Is full bodied and removable. So you can have an additional red oh. skull at the like normal red skull. Yeah. And just, just an, another updated 
um, just just a different model, you know, yeah. like a rivals pack essentially. Mm-hmm. But he can go in and out of that tank if you want. They, I, I, I obviously they normally do right by by people with those. Yeah. They include additional bases and they make sure that you can kind of interchange them and stuff. So I, my assumption would be that would be the case. Yeah. But probably that you can literally just place them in. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That'd be that'd be rad. That'd be um, really cool if they did that. Or as long as they gave us legs. Um, which some people's families don't have the access to. Um, but if as long as they give us legs, people are going to magnetize it for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yep, yep. It's really rad. It's really cool. Sometimes even if they have uh two bases, they'll they'll magnetize it to uh to that base. That is true. So but, he can ballerina spin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, shout out to the people that came to uh the what if event that we ran at Bearded Dragon Games. Yeah. Uh, who thought they broke my Thanos? But he was just magnetized to the. <laughs> he was just magnetized to the base. Uh, uh, yeah, you should probably really glue that down, buddy. But guys, listen. So before I do all the plugs, we are looking for bloggers. This is a paying position. Send your sample of a two thousand word Marvel Crisis Protocol blog to Tim at professionalcasual.com. This will be kind of an open thing. Um, so there's no, there's no timeline on this, but we're, we're starting blogs. We're doing blogs, professionalcasual.com to check out those blogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're looking to, uh, to bring some more people from the community in and pay them for it. So Tim at get paid for what you love to talk about. Yeah, for real. You need an internship spot. There you go. 100%. Why not? Also over the next few months, we will be adding an extra show after stream right here on Twitch on Thursday nights, uh, MCP after dark. It'll be for patrons only. You can join that group at patreon.com slash professional casual. Um, get in the discord, get a whole bunch of extra benefits. It also helps us a lot. It helps us do things like be able to pay bloggers, um, you know, the time that they are spending to uh, mm-hmm. to write about a game that we all love yep. and be able to provide coverage at conventions like LVO and ACO, Adepticon and, and so much more. So please consider helping us out. Uh, we are more than overjoyed to give you many, 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 many things in return. Uh, and we just like to be here creating that content for you. Mm. So make sure to head over there. There's a bunch of cool stuff. And please, you know, join the Discord. It's an actual, like, absolute mm-hmm. great place to be. Get access for as little as uh, $1. Little as or Twitch sub right here. Yeah. Yep. yep, you can sub right here. And as long as your Discord is connected to your Twitch, you mm-hmm. will automatically be added to the Discord. If you're not, Shoot me a message. We'll figure it out. As Shaq would say, that's barbecue chicken. Mm-hmm. But if you liked this episode, please make sure to leave it, uh, leave, leave a review on Spotify, on Audible. If you're listening to the audio version. Yeah, if you're listening to the audio version or right here on YouTube, give us or give us a like, give us a sub, give us all that stuff. Uh, it helps us a lot. The reviews do a ton for us and help us get uh, this type of content out there to more people. Right. And if you've already left a five-star review, be sure to head over to every other uh, podcast that's out there and start leaving five star reviews for our show on their show mm-hmm. because guess what nobody's going to delete a five star review that's true nobody does we have actual evidence that's very true because of other shows on this network that is true that's very true um also we do a bunch of other marvel crisis protocol stuff here at the network and right here on the twitch as well mondays we do oh yeah the power phase mm. uh, where we play some marvel crisis protocol live we run through all of the organized play kits as they come out because we absolutely adore those and play some really fun thematic lists and just have a bunch of fun with it on wednesdays taylor right here on the twitch as well does mm. some hobby hangouts so mm-hmm. if you're working on chuck's uh, uh what's it break the backlog what's your your thing called stop the backlog 
and the backlog and the backlog about never mind no nope. i got two things really yep. mixed up you got two things super mixed uh, up but get rid of all of your backup sprues by uh by joining taylor on wednesday nights yeah uh and and doing that and also uh donate please to end the backlog or stop the backlog uh, it's a charity that's important and i'm sorry that i mixed it up <laughs> and the backlog and the backlog um, uh no you're thinking of kicked out of the hobby kicked out of the hobby yeah yep. okay trying to clear out that backlog yes yeah yep. So lots of backlogs here, guys. Sorry. Uh, but, <laughs> but as always, professionalcasual.com for those blogs. And you can find all of our other podcasts. We do actual yeah. plays for Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Warhammer 4th Edition, uh, as well as a bunch of other fun stuff. And there are tons and tons and tons and tons of extra video and bonus content and extra podcast and shows uh, on the Patreon as well. Consider if you support out. us, that gets us more hyped to make more content. Mm-hmm. Easiest way. It's true. Paid, unpaid, uh, you know, whatever. Like, subscribe. That's the biggest way to help. Helps the algorithm. And then if you want to support us, support us financially, patreon.com slash professional casual. That's true. Till next time, true believers. Love you. Bye.